Our first reading is taken from Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 15. It's on page 1077 of the Church Bibles. So Romans 15, starting to read at verse 1. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. We should all please our neighbours for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that, through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. And verse 13... May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. If you'd like to stand, please, for the gospel reading, the gospel according to John. So John, chapter 15. It's on page 1023 of the Church Bibles, John chapter 15, starting to read at verse 8. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now, remain in my love. If you keep my commands... You will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands, and remain in his love. I have told you this, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. This is the Gospel of the Lord. God of love, regardless of what I say, help us to hear the word that you have for us this morning, I pray. Amen. Please be seated. I don't think there's anything wrong in shaking it up a little at Sea Salter. Um, we do all the right things, not necessarily in the right order, isn't that the, uh, uh, wasn't that a Morecambe and Wise sketch or something a bit like that, Mr. Preview? Right. Um, <laughs> so... Last year, we began praying and listening to God to discern the direction for the church, having come out of the time of vacancy and into this new season. And what we heard from God during that time was a clear call to live and work in ways that brought us closer to God, closer to one another, and closer to our community. And uh, that call, that sense was so strong, we even made a banner about it. Um, and so... 
gradually as a church community, we've, we're beginning to work on those areas of our life together. That's certainly been a central focus for us as a DCC, um, which is like our P a PCC, if you're not familiar with the terminology, and um, uh, a ministry leadership team as well, the MLT. We've been working on those things. And, uh, and when we're off doing whatever we do, what we're doing when we're not together here, um, we also want to be doing those things in our homes, in our workplaces, in our families, our schools, our social spaces, and our places of recreation. Today, we're launching something really important uh, in helping us to do all three of those things. Closer together, closer to God, closer to our community. We're launching, drum roll please. Thank you. Strong, strong drum section over there. I'm not so sure about you guys. <laughs> we're launching connect groups. Um, yeah, I know, woohoo, indeed. Some of you will have spotted these little jigsaw pieces. If you are a leader of an existing cell group or small Bible study group, badges like this are on the um, table just out in the concourse there. So can you pick one up before coffee and just stick it on so that people know that you're, you're a target, basically, <laughs> to come and talk to about this? Okay, so, and the more observant among you will have spotted that um, we've got a revamped notice board as well in the concourse near the doors to the auditorium, and I'm really grateful to Stan um, and to Paula, um, Stan for his paper engineering and printing, and Paula for helping to make that happen um, as well. So we've taken the jigsaw piece as a kind of theme for connect groups. Um, it builds on the jigsaw that was framed on the wall in the concourse, and that was something else God was speaking to us through last year, about fitting together, about being incomplete without one another and about making connections with each other and with God and it said something important about our diversity and our difference too were you here when we had those little colored pieces from that jigsaw that's out there and we all had different colors didn't we and when we put them together there's a kind of a swell and a merge of colors you can't quite see where one runs into the other but there are distinctly different colors within that so why well the Bible readings we've just had um, are a window, really, into God's priorities for human relationships with one another. The passage from John 15 links the bearing of much fruit to the way in which we love one another. It follows the image of the vine and the branches, that sense of being rooted in, grafted into Christ, being united in him and so with one another so that we can keep drawing on all those good things that we need in order to be able to love each other well. And we've also had that passage from Romans that talks about building one another up, having the same attitude of mind as Jesus so that we can accept and love one another. So those two passages, they're, they're brimful of activity and attitudes. Bear with the failings of the weak. Please our neighbours for their good. Have Christ's attitude of mind towards one another. Be of one mind. Be of one voice. Accept one another. Be filled with joy and peace. Overflow with hope through the Holy Spirit. Trust God. Bear much fruit. Remain in Jesus' love. Keep Jesus' commands. Love each other as Jesus has loved us. So you see, they're rammed full of the kind of activity that is transformational, isn't it? to our lives, and they're all about community. It's abundantly clear that this is stuff we do together. 
not as individuals. Now, we're a fairly big church with four distinct congregations and a large number of people on the edge who don't tend to attend Sunday church, but we might see them regularly around here at other events and activities that go on during the week. So how does a large and quite dispersed body of people like that love each other well? It takes a lot of time, doesn't it, to get to know each other. I've been here over a year, and I say this with a little bit of shame, really. Not that I've been here over a year, and that's just circumstances. But <laughs> what the, the shame part comes in is that I know I don't know everybody, let alone everybody well. I don't know everybody in this church. And I'm working on that, but it's going to take a lot of time. Because Sundays probably isn't the place, is it? There's too much going on. I can, you know, we're, we're all a finite resource. We can only spread ourselves so thinly. So the idea is that we've had cell groups running for a number of years now. Can you put your hand up if you've been in cell groups for a while? So there's quite a few of us that are, are involved in that. We began those as a church after this place opened. And um, in the early days, they ran, didn't they, to a very particular format. Um, and that was designed to keep us very intentionally on the same journey together in the very same kind of a way. And over the past year, um, those existing cell and small group leaders, in consultation with those who attend their groups, have been taking a long, hard look at how we do those groups and what lessons we've learned 12 years on. And these are some things that we can say about the experience. Firstly, many people find being in small weekly groups a really good thing. In a moment, Kay's going to come and just say a little bit about the experience from her perspective. Secondly, we've learned that groups tend to evolve their own kind of identity based on all sorts of factors. And it's quite difficult to make each group do the same thing as one another. I feel your pain, okay? <laughs> we've tried, haven't we? We've tried doing that. And we've been thinking about what that experience is like and what the pros and cons are about that. And thirdly, I think it's true to say that through small groups, people have got to know one another on a deeper level in terms of friendship, and in terms of journeying together as followers of Jesus. So from now on, we're going to be calling all our weekly small groups like that connect groups. So that's the ones that have been known as cell groups up to now, and any new ones that come together. And connect groups meet in the week in homes, church buildings, wherever, actually, that works best for everyone. They're small groups of around 6 to 12 people. And the idea is that in those groups, we deepen friendship, we grow our faith, and we do life together as we connect with God, with each other, with the wider community. And we'd really, really love all church members and people on the fringe of church to be part of one. So connect groups can form around shared interests or a convenient location, geography, a time of day, friendships or even stages in life. So they will, I think, inevitably and naturally evolve their own identity. But there will usually be some time to pray, to discuss the Bible. Sometimes you share food and refreshments, and hopefully you have a lot of fun together as well. Each group ideally has two leaders, but everybody in the group helps make it happen. You can be in the early stages of exploring faith. You can be a lifelong committed Christian or anything in between. It's a way 
to get to know one another really well beyond the boundaries of the busy Sunday service. Kay Cummins have a little chat about what it's felt like to be in a group like that. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. I have been in three groups. I was in a group. I left it. I thought I was going to do something else, and I didn't. So I waited a year. Somebody else asked me to join their group. Had a lovely time with them, too. And that group sort of met its natural end. And then I thought, hmm, perhaps I can go back to my first group only to be told I'd never actually left it. <laughs> so that's the, sort of, that's the sort of groups that we have. So I like, I like the connection with everybody else in my group. That's lovely. They give me a lot of support, a lot of encouragement. Otherwise, I wouldn't be up here now. I like the connection with the community because, as Paulette said, we're all different. So we bring a lot of differences that all make a lovely whole. Also, one of the reasons I joined in the first place was to give prayer support where it was needed. So, oh, I knew I'd get a minute like this. Uh, no, I have my crib sheet, but it's back there. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the connection with God through prayer to everybody that needs it. Now, I joined not thinking that I would need it myself, but um, my family has needed it over the past six months, and I'm very grateful to all in my cell groups, plural, <laughs> and to all of you that I told about Robert's cancer, and thank you for your prayers too. Um, can I just say that he saw the oncologist on Tuesday, the cancer has gone, it's not around anymore, and so he's on the surveillance program now, so thank you. So really, all I like, all I like, everything I like about the group is I like the reflection, I like the laughter, because we have a lot of laughter, we have a nice cup of tea, and really, the more you put in, the more you get out. Thank you to Kay's uh, Cell Group Connect Group for giving her the guts to get up here. I've, I've, pon I've pondered the idea of having the equivalent of a swear jar for this whole getting our heads around the new name, Connect Group, instead of Cell Group. I reckon we could raise a lot of money for charity if we do. <laughs> you can take that idea away if you want to. <laughs> okay. So you can join a group because somebody invites you along. Um, or you can contact um, our new key contact who's going to help us um, work through and sort this sort of stuff out, um, Lise Jennings. She's um, also got the new role of children's minister. So um, this is something that she said she would do um, before she took that role on. But she's happy to, to just be that focal, immediate contact person. Um, and there'll be more people working behind to support her as we sort that out. So her details are on the board on the, uh, in the concourse. You have also got, I hope, a flyer that came with your notices or you can pick one up from the table and her details are on that. So if you're not in a group and you'd like to be in one, chat to someone wearing a badge or um, just go through that process of contacting Lise there. We're going to eventually publish details of the existing groups on um, the uh, website and the Facebook page as well and you'll know that there are some up on the board there already. You can start up a new group if you want to. 
You only need a few of you to begin. Um, and if you want to do that, come and have a chat with me or, again, track down Lise Jennings. Um, and Margaret Tice Butcher and, uh, and Pat Andre did that within the last year, just because there was a need to have one at a particular time, and there was a little group of friends saying, do you know what, we could, we could do this, and it's been thriving really well. So I can encourage you to do that. You can be inventive. Um, why not group around interests? If you love local history, or walking, or films, or sport, or real ale, uh, meditative prayer, fixing stuff, social action, wh whatever it is, why not form a weekly group around that interest? So you can see they're going to end up looking and running very differently from one another. But the features that we want all of them to share are these. We want them to be a source of support for one another, a place of that growing deeper in friendship and fellowship, a place to learn and read and discuss the Bible together, a place to pray for each other and for our community and the world, a welcoming place for all, and for new members as well. We don't want cliques. Nobody wants to turn up to a group and feel excluded, okay? We want to be welcoming. That's the extending the welcome of Christ, isn't it, that we felt ourselves. A place where we can worship creatively together in whatever way works for that group. And a group that will look outwards and find ways to show God's love in the community around them. Do those sound like good principles to you? Can we form around those? I think we can. So those are the aims. The how of all that will depend on the group, and it will change, and it will grow as the group does. The only limit is our creativity and the degree to which, I think, we're prepared to listen to the Holy Spirit and take some holy risks together. So let's have some fun with it. So can I encourage you to have a conversation after this service with somebody who's wearing a jigsaw piece, um, or you can go out into the concourse where on the table there, there'll be some forms and there'll be a couple of people there to help you where you can fill out your details on that bit of paper if you prefer to do paper than email. And uh, you can also talk about any restrictions that you've got. You know, I can't ever meet in an evening or it would have to be over in this direction or that sort of thing. So that we've got some idea as we start to put these together. Obviously, it's going to take us a little bit of time to sort all that out, particularly with the initial, I hope, flurry of people wanting to sign up. Um, so please bear with us while we do that. But hopefully we're stepping into um, an exciting season of deepening and growing. Let's pray. God of love, we thank you for the opportunities that we have in this place to meet together in small groups. And as we launch these connect groups, we pray that you will help us to form little communities where we can know one another better, get closer to you, encourage each other, and journey as followers of Jesus Christ. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Next week, um, we will have uh, people around again to talk to in those forms again, and we'll be particularly looking about how we can be together, even in our differences, and love each other well through that.